Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscaping professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of four best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, The Lawn Care Advantage, winning strategies for a thriving landscaping business. Available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Now, here's your host. Paul Jamison. Welcome to today's episode of the Green Industry Podcast. We have part two with Jordan from the Lawn Tools and Naylor Taliaferro from the LCR Media Podcast. If you missed yesterday's program, I want to encourage you to listen to that episode first to get all the context of what we're going to talk about today. And Jordan's actually an eye doctor. I think they call those optometrists. <laughs> and uh, he's very, very smart. But he's in a predicament because his social media has blown up. And he has over 600,000 YouTube subscribers. He has multiple videos that have 50, 60, 70 million views on YouTube. It's absolutely wild. And his his social media is just growing rapidly. So anyway, he was just sharing about how he's overachieving uh, success and he'll set a goal. Uh, for example, financially, he'll set a goal and then he'll crush it. Like by by summertime, he's already achieved his his goal for his annual salary with, you know, half the year left to go. And uh, anyway, I wanted to dive deeper into how is Jordan from the Lawn Tools so successful? And I noticed he has a yearly planner uh, where he actually writes down his goals. And so that's what we're going to talk about on today's program. He's going to actually unpack his secret of the power of thinking and then writing down what you want to achieve and then actually getting out there and doing it. So it's going to be a fun uh, conversation today. I want to let you guys know if you're planning on going to the Equip Expo in Louisville, Kentucky, uh, there's a deadline coming up for the early bird registration, which is $25. But if you actually register using the coupon code Paul, not only can you get the early bird registration at $25, you can get it 50% off. That's $12.50 with coupon code Paul if you register before September 7th, 2023 for the Equip Expo. So if you have not already done that, I want to encourage you uh, click on the link in today's show notes. Use code Paul, P-A-U-L, and that's going to save you 50% off your registration for the Equip Expo. All right, let's dive into this very important conversation about writing down your goals and crushing your goals. Here's Jordan and Naylor in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Enjoy. Well, what what if, uh, affected does writing down your goals and writing down these things, because you have such success in your life, how has that been dictated uh, by writing it down or planning it out? Because you're to wake up at 345 every morning and go to the gym, like that's that's very rare. I, I'm just curious. So, no, I feel I, I felt like writing down. I still do it. Um, I get a planner. I'll get a yearly planner. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what I do is I write down my yearly goals, like the beginning of each year, like sort of, you know, December, everything's slowing down and kind of really stop and think what I want to do with the next year of my life. Um and so I think, I don't know if I, if you're referencing, did I have a monetary goal at that point? I, well, I was looking, I was nosy. I was reading all the number <laughs> stuff. Yeah, no. So I had, I, yeah, through that year had a monetary goal. And so you're you, looking you for know, inspiration. That's all. Uh, yeah. Was. And I was right. like, no, and, and with any goal, this has been one of my favorite things is to take a yearly goal, um, and then basically divide it by 12. And then, then you all of a sudden have a monthly goal. And if you divide that by four, you have a weekly goal. And if you divide that by seven, you have a daily actionable step that's going to lead you toward your yearly goal. 
Um, Spoken so like a true doctor. You've got that mindset. <laughs> yeah. You're all about them numbers it's and like breaking much, it down. Well, it's much more digestible. So it's actually something that one of my buddies and I like sort of accidentally happened upon because we were talking about doing real estate and like buying some rentals. And so we, you know, had like this certain number of rentals in our head we wanted to have um, by whatever the year was, 10 years. I don't even remember what it was now. Um, that's a long story, but like that didn't, <laughs> didn't happen, but that was our goal, but it sounded impossible. Like when you, when we said the number, this is the number we want to have in the next 20 years or 10 years, whatever it was, it sounded like it wasn't doable. So then we said, well, let's break it down. And that one wasn't, it wasn't a linear goal. So like instead of breaking it down, you know, dividing it by 20, if it was a 20 year goal, we knew that it would be easier to start accumulating properties later on faster than it would year one. Like you start out with one. Was yeah. like, so then the goal, like you start dividing that. You say, okay, well, halfway through, we know, we know we want to be, so if it's a 20 year goal, 10 years, then we want to be uh, less than halfway done with this goal. So then you go to five years. We know we want to be a little bit less than halfway to the 10 year goal go out to two and a half years or whatever. You start dividing it up. And then all of a sudden, like we look at this goal and it was like, we only need to have one property this year and like, you know, 1.5. It's weird the, like, the way it would divide it out or right. whatever. It'd be like one or two the next year. And all of a sudden it felt way more doable. Yeah. Like when you just divide it up, but if you just like look at it, if you have a goal, I, I don't really like goals. Like if you, it, it's a being nitpicky about it. But like if I take the word, I, if someone has a goal and say, oh, I have a goal and I want to do this. It doesn't mean anything versus if you say I am going to do this thing or I am a person who does this over the next 10 years, you have just given yourself a list of things to do. You've given yourself something to check off right. instead of I feel like I want to have that someday. Tony Robbins talks a lot about that, about that. Like you, you, I don't, I go to the gym six days a week and it's not because I like wake up every morning and make that decision. Like, Oh, I have the choice to either sleep in or I can go to the gym. I have just over time changed my mindset to, I am a person that does that. That's that's, good. that's part of my life. Like that right. is part of my identity, which is really weird. And I know like maybe too intense or whatever, but like literally that's, I don't, I don't make a decision every morning to go to the gym. That's just that's part what of I do. Yeah, but you, that's just the what night I do. before you already know. Uh, yeah. um, uh, it, the clothes are set aside. Yep. The drinks, oh, the really? pre-workouts mixed up or whatever. Oh, it's all sitting in the counter. Mm -hmm. You took it this morning? I didn't. I didn't bring it with me. I didn't know we were going to work out. I just like, you were going to bed and you're like, I don't know. I we saw your triceps <laughs> busted out of your shirt when I arrived. I was like, this guy. Yeah, how so do you they do were do like, that? let's go work out. All right, cool. Let's do chest and tries. That's how you do it. <laughs> nice. Um, so yeah, no, that was the, so you saw my notebook. I have a new one, you know, for every year I get a new planner. It's a yearly planner, which is also very helpful because I'm super forgetful. So then I have a planner where I just write everything down. Like it's a weekly planner. And then there's also months, like every month is separate out into its own thing. So I like write everything down in my planner. I take it with me to the gym. It also turns into my like gym journal where, so that way I can remember what weight I did for this many sets or whatever. So that if I want to go up the next week, I can log that. So I, cause I can't remember that either. A week later, I can't remember what I did <laughs> the week before in the gym. Um, so I take it with me everywhere. Today, right? <laughs> yeah, right. That's true. Well, fifties, I think 50s, is the highest yeah, they had 50s. in there. Um, but like at the, in the, oh, you maybe forget what I was going to say now, but anyway, <laughs> but, but tracking progress yeah, down. with everything. So that was the, the monetary goal. I think that you saw was for 2022. Um, and, and that was kind of crazy because like halfway through the year, I totally like had to re like rethink my goals. Like I had, I, it changed from a gross income number to a net income number. So like, I was like, I don't want to like, I, 
I way surpassed it is what I'm saying. Like I was writing this down and following this plan and it like catapulted me wow. way above what I thought I could be at. Like, and I thought I had overestimated cause it, you know, it's, Oh, if you're going to set a goal, like make it something that's actually not like, you know, you know, you're going to do it. Like that's pointless. Why yeah, would that's, you even do that? Goal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You you're just like, yourself. I'm, so yeah, push yourself point to of do a this. Goal is to stretch. Mm-hmm. So put yeah. it somewhere where you think like is, is, is attainable, but it's like kind of a stretch, like you said. Right. So, but like, yeah, halfway through the year, I was like, that's not like, I'm already blowing this out of the water. So I changed it and I was like, I'm going to keep those same numbers, but now I want basically that number in the bank account. Like I have this, the social media stuff all set aside or whatever versus that. So like, and then like actually exceeded that number too. So, um, so I didn't have a monetary goal this year because I didn't know where to put it. I was like, cause this social media stuff is like going crazy or whatever. And I was like, I don't even know where to go with that. And so like a lot of my stuff this year, for my goals, I try to do 10, 10 goals every year. And a lot of it was like family oriented, marriage oriented, spiritually oriented, uh, and then physically. Uh, and that's another thing too, like my, you know, gym goals or whatever, shifting to where I don't, I don't care as much about like squatting super heavy weight or whatever it's, I'm getting old. So it's now being able to get on the ground and roll around with my kids and not be sore or whatever, like that sort of stuff, being able to go out and play with them in the yard and, and, not be tired. Like I get home from work and it's like, I'm mentally tired, but I'm not like physically tired at all. So like we can go run around in the yard and I don't want to ever be, you know, not able to play with my kids because I'm like, Oh, I'm just too, I'm too Too tired tired or whatever. I don't know. Like that just would not sit well. I think I would take that as a personal insult to myself if I (laughs) I felt that way. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So anyway, that's, yeah, yeah, that's, 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 that's awesome. And, um, inspiring hopefully to everyone listening, but because that there's, there's power to writing things down is really what, what I was, when I, when Paul asked you that, I was like, Oh, not the, not the book or not the journal, because I know he knows, and I know how powerful that is when you write stuff down, because I don't know how many of the audience knows this, but like every single thing that I've done that every, anyone has benefited from or participated in has all been written down in the infamous book. Now I have books because mm-hmm. I've filled up books or transitioned to other things. I've got a podcast book, a LCR media book before that I had a YouTube book was, which was where everything originated and all the things, you know, whether it be the rally, the pod summit, pod row, you know, influencer live, all these ideas I would, you know, meet geek, to, not meet ghosts, you know, mm-hmm. reconnect with geek to freak and bring Paul and, you know, and he doesn't all understand how weird that was. Nobody knew where, like, no one was talking to Greg. Yeah. It was like, no one even knew like where he lived from social media. Yeah. Yeah. Retired, yeah. yeah. He only talked to a select few people and no one knew where he lived. I'm the only one that's ever but, been but to he his wasn't, house he wasn't doing, at that point. He well, wasn't doing anything public. Like, yeah. like there's a whole private. story that yeah. we could tell off, off here, but he just kind of went away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he, but he had, there was no sign. So for him to be on my podcast was like, was, yeah, it was unreal. It was, yeah. Well, it really was. And, but, but again, and it's, I, I, I wrote it down. Everything. It's like everything I write down in these books seems to manifest itself to reality. And I, I just want people to understand that. And so I, that, that the same thing happened to you, you know, and, and there's all kinds of ways we can wrap our minds around that. Like, obviously it gives you something to focus on and, and look at every day or every week or every whatever. And, you know, just, but, but just the, literally the, the power of taking a thought in your mind and writing it on a piece of paper literally changes something in the energy of the universe to start that path 
one more step. Obviously, you can close that book or throw that book away and it may never happen. Clearly, you have to focus on, you know, like I usually will add to the stuff, you know, write additional pages, you know, break it down and, you know, over time until it until it comes comes to fruition. But, you know, the, the fact of me writing it down was the initial start. And then you go from there. So, and maybe I should write 100,000 YouTube subscribers and then I'll get there you go. <laughs> well, it's a three-step process. You, you think it, you write it. And then like you said, you do it. Mm -hmm. so you think it, you write it, you do it. Yeah. You think it, you write it, you do it. And so, like you said something about manifesting. And I've yeah. like watched lots of videos over time and people like... I, I've gone back and forth on manifesting and maybe there's something to that. Maybe there's not interesting. So I, I'm, I'm Christian. I believe in God. And so there's, yeah. it's a totally different mindset. Some people very spiritually believe in manifesting that are not Christian. So you, you literally are like talking about the universe bringing right. you something. And, and then, okay. So if we're Christians, are we saying like, maybe that's God right. bringing me the same thing? Right. And, or, and I, and I do believe that like God is, you know, going to bless you and this sort of like, anyway, there, but also, if you're writing something down and I'm looking at this every day, you know, in my planner and seeing the same thing written down, like, oh yeah, I'm reminded, like, that's what I'm working on. That's my goal for the year. I need to keep doing this sort of stuff. I, I would like in my imagination, instead of like imagining, you know, the giant universe and my little like peon self being over here and the universe bringing whatever it is to me because I've manifested something in my mind. I just think if you've got that goal and there's something in the universe that you want and you write it down, you're just going to naturally make the decisions that are going to lead you on the path that's going to get you to that thing. So Correct. like if Correct. a crossroads comes and there's a decision that is obviously going to lead you toward that goal and one that's not, you're going to make the decision that's going to lead you that direction. If it's something you keep reminding yourself about and you're like, oh, consciously, that's the one that gets me closer to where I want to be. Agreed. And so I don't, you're like, it's funny. It's again, doesn't matter the way you word it or whatever, right. but people, a lot of times on a YouTube videos, like, oh, the universe will bring it to you. They will right. just like lay it in your lap. And I'm like, right. well, I don't know. I yeah. And a lot of that, uh, new age, you would call it or whatever, takes a Christian principle and just makes kind of like a counterfeit of it or just like, they don't have the terminology, but it's the, it's the point of you think it, you write it down and you do it, mm -hmm. and it works. the 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 principle works no matter if you're Christian, Buddhist, atheist, uh, right. agnostic. Yeah. It doesn't. Right. It, the, and we, as a Christian, would believe God. It's God's principle. Mm -hmm. But any human out of the right. seven billion that thinks what, something, whether they believe in God or not, mm -hmm. the same results will happen yeah, if they right. do that. Because the principle, I believe, God exists. established the principle. Right. So if you, it's like. Anybody who jumps off a building, whether they believe in gravity or not, the gravity <laughs> right, is going to right, knock them down. True, right, exactly. So any human being, right, with a thought, you 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 write it down, you take that the, right. the action mm -hmm. step to do it, you will, uh, you yeah. know, accomplish that. I I think it's fascinating the idea of how if you think it, it can it's possible. You know, like think of all the crazy things mm -hmm. that that were. I say crazy, but they're, they're everyday things like flying in a plane that people thought was the most crazy. You know, people get like burned at the stake back in the day for thinking of out of the box ideas like that. Mm -hmm. And then it, it happened. You know what I mean? So like literally if our, if we can imagine something, if someone with the highest level brain of thinking can imagine something that no one else can comprehend, that's the thing that can happen sooner or later because it's, it's not, it's, it, it's, it's impossible for it not to, if you were able to think about it. You know what I mean? I have that makes sense. A great, like my favorite story. So I, I love what you're saying. Like to, talking about future technology and people who are like, oh no, the technology will never get to that point. And I'm just like, you are crazy. How <laughs> right. do you not see how fast anything is, 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 is whatever, like, or what's the word I'm looking for? How fast everything's moving. Progressing. Yeah. yeah. Progressing is the word I was looking for. Um, 
<laughs> there you go. Um, so this is my, my personal story is that a buddy, a very close friend of mine, like when I was, this has been, <laughs> how many years ago when I invented the Desclon? Have you guys heard about the Desclon? The Desclon is a little box, like literally like six inches by three inches or something. And we put dirt in there and plant ryegrass seed and people can grow a lawn over the winter in their desk at work or in their house or whatever oh. and like cut it with scissors and so you can get your lawn fix over the winter oh, you I've don't have any grass that. to cut yeah. I've seen you post that yeah. on right. stuff yeah. yeah so that's over the winter we do goofy stuff with growing yeah. grass and whatever but yeah. so toilet I, seat all well yeah that was the toilet <laughs> lawn so there's right. then it's gone crazy or whatever yeah. but like the, the desk lawn is where that started um, and so I had that idea and I told my buddy, I was like, Hey, we, you know, like we could make these little boxes and have like people, you know, cut grass in their house or whatever. And so he started making them for me actually out of wood. He just made these little wooden boxes and we would get like bags of topsoil or potting soil from Lowe's and got a big gra- bag of grass seed and put in a baggie. And we were started selling these things and we sold like 20, you know, 20 of these things got posted about it and people were like, Oh, it's funny and goofy or whatever. And that sounds like fun. And people bought it for their husband or dad or whatever because yeah. they like the lawn it's more of a joke it's a novelty yeah, like something you'd a buy at spencer's gifts exactly <laughs> it's exactly right yeah yeah it's a joke right like right. It's, so then i said man i want like these wooden ones like they're getting kind of warped because you're watering this thing all the right. time and they're they're i'm wondering like getting fungus and rotting in here and this is not a quality product i'm wondering if we could make it out of something like plastic you know that that could have a drain on the bottom right have a tray under that like a little planter yeah but, but it'd be the box you know and have like a kind of a cool pattern on the side of it i don't how loud do you think that is in here like, is, that, thought, is that as loud as out like as it sounds <laughs> we gotta look at the levels and see what's about. strange Ooh. is, is they, they some of them come in lower and some yeah, go higher that one was really loud i don't know if the pilot's like <laughs> they know i don't know man the flight patterns i don't know i don't, know. I don't get it go, go, so yeah so i told him i was like i wonder what it would cost to get it 3d printed like how much would it cost to have a 3d printed desk lawn okay and he like and this was a text message conversation and i woke up one morning and i had that idea and i was like oh it's a great idea because then it you know it would be waterproof like that stuff is you don't put water in it and whatever and put a drain put a little tray underneath it it'll be cool um, and so I texted him excited about it what if we what if we started 3d printing these things and he said you can't you can't do that like it'll be too expensive you can't you won't sell any of them you can't do that like he literally said you can't do it which made me like want, want to do, do it, it. yeah <laughs> right. exactly I was like no I not even want to do it I told myself I'm going to do it. Yeah, Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to do this. And so basically I started like it all of a sudden the conversation like did not, it became about everything other than the desk line. I was trying to prove a point to him and like basically point out to him that his line of thinking in life in general was so limited. Like when someone like says something to you, your first instinct is to prevent all the speed bumps or prevent, present all the problems to that person with that idea instead of instead of thinking of them as obstacles to overcome, you're thinking of them as like walls that you can't get through. Like, right. So in my mind, I don't know, like, and that's just maybe a natural thing. Maybe that's something I've learned how to do over time, whatever. But when I, you know, come up with an idea, it's like, well, what are the steps going to be? And how do I take those steps or how do I overcome those obstacles? So went through the process of talking to people, got one 3d printed for myself, you know, making a video and this and this, blah, blah, blah. And then had some buddies who were like engineers who actually like then just were getting into doing their own engineering stuff. And they were like, well, we were thinking about buying a 3d printer anyway, we could do that. And this and that is how much it would cost. And the things were more expensive for sure. Like if they were 3d printed, people bought them. And so like to to date, I don't know, we probably sold like 250 of these things. So it's nothing like I've sold millions of dollars worth of desk lawns and I have a desk lawn empire, whatever. But in my mind, the fact that he told me I would never sell one 
and have sold, you know, 250 of these things to people who think it's fun and goofy or whatever, and just have fun with like grass because their husband or dad or whoever, you know, like enjoys grass like I do, um, was a huge win for me. And like recently, like just actually very recently, that same friend has admitted that that was a flaw. Like that day he did not admit that. Like there was no way I could convince him that his line of thinking was going to like limit him in life and was very flawed and like that he wasn't going to make it very far if that's what he did every single time he was presented with the problem. Um, more recently has told me, admitted that he, that he knows that that's how he was and he's trying to change that or whatever. And I thought that was massive because he's ne- yeah. definitely never like admitted it before. Like it was always a conversation I never brought up and I was right. like, all right, well I can't, if I can't convince you, like right. I need to stop trying I'm wasting my time if you're just not going to accept that. But like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So the desk line is one of my favorite things, like, because there's a whole backstory to it and a whole like proof of mindset, I guess. Yeah. Um, that has nothing to do with grass or like you know, a desk line. <laughs> right. Right. That's a great story. That oh, was that weird. That one wasn't a plane. Yeah, that one was that. <laughs> Sounded like it. That's I thought good. it was a plane. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's uh, no. started. It <laughs> started and stopped. Yeah. I don't know about Uh-oh. that. Say goodbye to disorganized and inefficient business management. Upgrade to Jobber, the field service management software. Streamline every aspect of your business from quoting to invoicing. Impress your customers and increase your productivity. Start your journey to success with Jobber now at getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Again, that's getjobber.com forward slash Paul. You're out there in the field mowing lawns, making money, working hard. But for every dollar you make, you're worried. Worried that you spend too much, worried that you won't make payroll, or worried you'll generate a big financial mistake. Simply put, you don't know your numbers. You're not alone. The Landscaping Bookkeeper has helped dozens of eager lawn care owners organize their numbers, learn the language of business, and build a solid financial foundation. Start your journey from simply earning money to creating a long-lasting source of income today by scheduling a free 15-minute phone call at thelandscapingbookkeeper.com. Hey folks, Paul here, and you don't want to miss the Equip Exposition this October in Louisville. You can register before September 7th for the early bird price of only $12.50 using code PAUL. Dive into a world of 1,000 exhibits and hands-on demos in the industry's ultimate proving ground. Check the link in today's show notes to save big and register for only $12.50 today. Sound like it's about to take off. <laughs> yeah, something I happened. I don't know. Oh man, we all got flights in the morning. So let's think. Yeah, that's let's true. think positive think thoughts. Positive thoughts. <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna say wish. think like think head to bedtime thoughts. That, that yeah, too. well that too. It's way, <laughs> it's way past my past bed. For sure. But yeah. uh, in summary, there it is. There it comes. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's slow start. Yeah. <laughs> See that one's higher though than the other one. I think. I feel like I'm in Louisville over here. Yeah, I just don't understand how that works. But you guys both influenced me. You with your journal, the, the, the infamous journal, and watching you write down these epic things and watching them happen and knowing how seemingly impossible it was to get Greg to be public, right. to be at his house and to see his legs when he um, opened the garage. And I'm <laughs> right. like, I recognize his legs. And I right. saw his shirt. And I was like, oh, my gosh. 
And you know, I never thought it was impossible the whole time. That's the key. Yeah, I, never I was the doubting was friend. I wasn't yeah. the doubting friend, but you, you, Naylor called me one day. He's like, "Are you sitting down?" I was like, "No." He's like, "Sit down." <laughs> like, you need yeah. to sit down. Well, no, but way before that, I was like, "Wouldn't it be cool if we can get Greg on the podcast?" Or I said something like, "It'd be cool if we could like make make Greg a stop on on your tour or whatever," you know? And and you were like, "Yeah," like <laughs> you're all like, "Yeah," but then the yeah, inside but was... you were like, "Oh, okay, buddy. Good luck with that." Wow. So, but I, I never, I never doubted it like once I just was like how what I thought was how can I do this mm-hmm. how can yeah. I make this happen but what I wanted to think, <laughs> thank you guys for is I've watched you do that right and it's it's impacted me and I when I I didn't mean to be nosy but for some reason I think because I have a little journal I think maybe you wanted to show me your journal or something for some reason, you gave me like, your no, journal. I think we, yeah, no, I think we looked at <laughs> it. For some think, reason, yeah. you gave it to me. I don't remember. I don't think you, you were in like, the bathroom. And I took it. No, I don't think no, that's No, but, 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 but I was because when you gave it to me, it, it was impacting me because I was like, wow, he's really got this calculated. Mm-hmm. And here it was. You had massive success. That, that, that formula worked. You know what I mean? And so that, that impacted me. And my, my pastor, Otha, talks about vision boards and um, writing down what you want putting like pictures of it and, and actually writing down like specifics, what you want, um, you know, all that stuff. And so it's all coming full circle. I have three vision boards. I have one in my office uh, that's like themed around money. Um, cause I look at it while I'm working. I have one in my bedroom that's themed around like everything. And then I have one in my hallway that's themed around like future property and houses and stuff like that, that I want. So I see them all day long and then I have a scrapbook where I write down like yours, like real specific, uh, actionable Actually, yeah. goals. Like, I like measurable the vision goals. board. You, I think you showed me your vision board before, and I, I've never done it. And I've thought about doing it, but I've never actually done it. But I think just now I decided that's going to be one of my like next actionable steps or whatever. My next things that I want to do because I also have an idea for a vision board. Like just doing a vision board in general. Like I think it would be just kind of fun, maybe more than anything. But also seeing that every day, putting it in place. But so here's the here's the layout. My my future office. I'll have my desk. The vision board's going to be in front of me, mm-hmm. where you look up and you see that. So what normally is on, what's on the wall behind somebody at their desk? Like all the trophies and all this mm-hmm. sort of stuff. I'm yeah. going to, I have this already planned out. I have like saved negative comments from a lot of my videos and all this sort of stuff. I'm going to get them printed out. I'm going to frame them. I'm going to put them on the wall right behind my desk where most people put their trophies and most people put all this stuff. Yeah. And I'm like waiting for the moment for somebody to walk into my office and start reading them and be like, all why the in the world do you have, <laughs> yeah, why do you have all these hateful comments that you like, why do you want to look at that stuff all the time? You're like, no, no, that's. That's behind, behind me. me. Yeah, that's epic. And that's like going to be one of my favorite yeah, things. I think yeah. the feature of the office was a bunch right. of frames, a bunch of small frames, like a bunch of tiny little comment, like printed off of every single different platform or whatever. But yeah. I'm started saving them just for that specific purpose that's, and have all the cool. quotes, like all my favorite quotes, all that sort of stuff is going to be the inspirational yeah, stuff. Yeah. The wall that I'm looking at. Nice. That's a cool idea. Yeah. I printed out. Like I went in Google and like I would type in under images for like whatever the thing was I wanted to represent. And I, I went to the um, Office Max and I printed it out on the fancy color paper so it looks like really nice. And then I cut them all up and all three of the vision boards are like full. I got the little pish pins and I got yeah. I got so many pictures. And then I got my scrapbook with all the like all the goals. But nice. it's it, it's powerful and I would encourage everyone to do it. And like Pastor Otha says, think it, write it down. And then go do it. Do yeah. you have a Do you have a favorite quote? Maybe send off with. Do you have one? Uh, I, yeah, Maybe probably have several. Um, I I shared this earlier with um at dinner. I don't know if you heard me or not, but it's Leonard Ravenhill. 
he said the opportunity of a lifetime must be seized in the lifetime of the opportunity. Whoa, that's deep, right? Mm-hmm. I, I did hear I that. Like that. Yeah. Yeah, and we were, I was ta- we were talking yeah. about like what these guys are doing with their videos. The tall grass and all yeah, that. And, and yeah, and Juggernaut, I told that to Long Care Juggernaut because he, he got a little complacent, which yeah. I didn't know why. Now right. I know why. I feel like it, I was like, oh, I shouldn't have been so yeah. harsh on him. Right, right. But I'm like, the opportunity of lifetime must be seized in the lifetime of the opportunity. This, this opportunity right now where you're the hottest thing on, not the hottest thing, but you're hot on YouTube, that might not be like this 10 years from now. Right. You might look back and be like, man, I wish I would have went harder Why I had this opportunity. Yeah. Whatever that opportunity is for you. Like Nick Nick Carlson with Mulchmate, he was telling me that. He, he was saying, you know, I don't know what it is, but like I don't want to lose my mojo. So I'm just going all out. Like I'm, yeah. crazy. I'm and, you know, and all these s- ideas keep coming out. I just keep inventing one thing after another after another, you know, Mulchmate. But that Cartney, window closes. Like the right. timing, if that window's open for you, whatever it is, it, it might not always be open. Like, take it serious. Right. Whatever that is for you. It's not YouTube right. for everyone listening, but there is right. something that you, you need to get I on top Nick of. That's why Carlson, because it's not YouTube. It's creating, you know, products, mm-hmm. you know, that just out of nowhere, he just started getting these ideas. And he's like, I don't want to lose that opportunity. I don't want to lose my mojo. So he's just going for it. All right. Uh, do you have any clothing quotes? Do you have one, Naylor? Closing quotes? Well, you know, just like, do you have a favorite quote or do you like... Man, I do have a bunch, um, but I, like I'm always quoting stuff all the mm. time. But I can't. Um, let me. Uh, you 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 say yours. Yeah, I, can go I, I, I write all my quotes down and then I put them. I like, call lunchtime motivation on on social media, and I just. So bust I, them I out. feel like mine's a little bit goofy, but this this is my favorite quote of all time. My favorite movie of all time is Click, and I'm pretty sure I'm the only person in the world that would say that. My favorite TV show of all time is called Happy Endings. I'm pretty sure I'm the only person in the world that would say that. <laughs> my, my favorite song. <laughs> Uh, my favorite song, like in the gym, I go in and I listen to uh, The Devil and the Huntsman, which is from the uh, King Arthur movie soundtrack. Again, pretty sure I'm the only person that will say that. Here's my quote. Unless someone like you cares a whole awful lot, nothing's going to get better. It's not. You know what that's from? Dr. The, Seuss? The Lorax, exactly. Nice. Yeah, that's from The Lorax. Unless someone like you cares a whole awful lot, nothing's going to get better. It's not. So basically, like, that's been a, a huge driver in mind, like, pushing into the next generation. Like, part of this YouTube thing and, what, TikTok, whatever, social media thing is, like, has nothing to do with grass. We're leading toward a much bigger goal of, like, a next generation mentorship sort of thing that I'm working on. Um, and that maybe that maybe that's a whole different conversation for a whole different podcast. But, like, that quote, uh, that's what that's one I want, like, put up there on the wall in front of me, like, right next to my vision board and driving me toward the eventual goal. Cause like what, you know, the social media stuff is fun. And like, it's one of those things that might lead me to a, a place where I can spend more time with my family. And that's definitely meaningful, but it's not because of the grass. Like it's not because of mowing the lawn. Like the whole goal of this is not to have the nicest lawn on, or the most, what is it? The most famous lawn on TikTok yeah. or whatever. That's not the goal on the internet. Yeah. That is not the goal. Like all of this in my mind is leading toward a much more meaningful endpoint. Um, and the, yeah. And, and Theodore Geisel, is the one that is, yeah, pointing that out to me and kind of like showing me via the Lorax and the pseudonym Dr. Seuss. Nice. Well, going through all my stuff, there's one that I don't, it's probably been quoted by several different people, so I don't know who to, who to give credit to, but you guys may or may not have heard it, but it's a winner never quits and a quitter never wins. There you go. So that's very short. Simple. A winner never quits, a quitter never wins. Wow, that's good. So, I mean, just think about it. Every winner 
didn't quit. They 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 kept fighting until they won. Yeah, I and think Michael quit, Jordan. There was win. something about his basketball career where I don't think he. I think he might have got cut or something in high school. Oh yeah, he, he he didn't make the varsity team. You know, the first time. <laughs> I think yes, I think that so, it is true. It is. I true. do think he was also like in ninth Freshman, grade or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, no, right. He was, he was, he, he was too small. The coach yeah. told him he was too small. So he spent the whole summer working out and playing hard. Mm-hmm. And then he made the, yeah. made the varsity team. Which that reminds you talking about basketball. And then the quote you said, Naylor reminded me of one of, from Kobe Bryant. Um, yeah. And the, when I was talking about where all of my, my framed comments behind me, you know, were from all the haters. Yeah. You, do you know what I'm getting? The one that, that I'm getting at? <laughs> he said, booze, B-O-O-S, booze, don't block dunks. Oh Yeah. I heard that one just like not that long ago or whatever. I was like, yeah. oh my gosh. Like There's that. a lot of good Kobe quotes yeah. that keep popping up on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, how can people connect with y'all? It's my bedtime if you, if you want to it's land the plane. Mine. Yeah, it's mine too. We were kind of waiting on you, Paul. You're the host oh, of yeah, the podcast. We're, just well, like, I, we're trying to we, give you some hints. <laughs> oh. <laughs> It's all you good. Said I was going to, but you eventually were like, "All right, well, do you want to end on some quotes and stuff?" So, but uh, oh, that, no, that was that, me. That, Sorry, I brought that. You up. brought the quote oh, thing up, but it's, it's been it's fun. This has it been has awesome. Been. It's, no, it's, it's been, I'm having it's been tons great. of fun. What, what did you say in the beginning of this episode? That, that was you know, a rough start to the episode. We were just laughing and that. <laughs> no, no, no. Before we started recording, you came out and you're like, "I think the three of us a masterpiece, a masterpiece." <laughs> there oh, it is. <laughs> As yeah. you tripped over the couch. Yeah, did you? Plug in the right. <laughs> didn't even plug in the power plug. It ain't yeah. turn it on. I think this exactly. this episode. I, feel I like, think it is a masterpiece. No, right for sure. So this. Let me hear. Do like so. This this episode of your podcast is pure gold. Like there are so many gold nuggets in this episode. There's a lot of fun that happens along the way, but right. we got to some, I thought, really, really cool stuff. Yeah. So anyway, sure. but yeah, if you're talking about just saying good night, because it's, it's late. Yeah, what are we and at? They can't Midnight. hear you like they hear us, so you got to talk louder. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I can add in the audio. You can send me that later. Oh, but, yeah. It's um, all good. Anyway, so, okay, yeah, you can find out more about me. So the Lawn Tools, that's basically my username across, let's go YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all over the place. Yeah. Lawn Care Rookie, LCR Media, all over the place. There you are. Thanks for listening. It's my bedtime. (laughs) This has been the Green Industry Podcast, signing off from (laughs) Minneapolis. You need to increase your prices to earn more, but you better do it correctly or your customers will become unhappy. You want to discover the proven method to easily increase your prices? I've assembled the Price Increase Letter Template. It's a plug-and-play document that will allow you to inform your customers in the correct way so that they understand why and will gladly accept your price increase. You can pick up the price increase letter template today at the Resource Center at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. Hey, it's Marty, producer of the Green Industry Podcast. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services that you heard about during the episode. And thanks for listening.